You're listening to Rocket Night. Why don't you like give a quick introduction? I I love your yeah. song. I mean, it's it's I I love the way you guys have like infused the Indian instruments into your music. So why don't you you start? Yeah. So I'm Cornelius, uh, and I play guitars and I play uh, some of the traditional instruments for the band called Dimbur, and we are based in Shillong, Meghalaya. And uh, I am Andreas. I recently joined the band it's been about a year and a half now i've been with dimbur i play the guitars i play the bum and uh, you know whatever i think need be between me cornelius and godi i think we can shift and shuffle our instruments if and when needed got it so you guys are i mean the band consists of five uh, members or six six members right? yes. yeah. okay yeah. so um why don't you like start with how how you guys come up with like forming of the band when did you guys start uh, kind of like the history about the band so yeah we formed dimbur i formed dimbur along with my uh, along with mason who's still here with uh, who's, who's still here with us and uh, uh, we formed the band in 2012 hmm. okay so that was like uh, it, yeah it was 10 years ago so basically like we when we started the band we played a uh, progressive metal we played gent and you know so we we had we uh, we released our debut album in uh, in the year 2019 okay and uh, right after that the pandemic hit us and you know i thought like you know we should do something with this we were supposed to go for our album tour okay uh, we were supposed to do an album tour to and it was in india the tour Yeah 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 it was in india it was in india so we had a few cities lined up and everything was supposed to happen but then the pandemic hit us and we had to stop everything so right. that was the moment when i you know i i sat and i thought about you know we should do something that is going to you know uh, bring us to the limelight maybe somewhere down the line you know so and since uh, we all belong from uh, from meghalaya from shillong it's a city in a state called meghalaya and we do have our own traditional instruments out here so i thought of why not we try and fuse these uh, traditional instruments along with metal and create a sound of our own so that's that's how it started i mean the new dimbur came up in 2020 and it's great actually so i am actually from pretty close to north east i'm from calcutta and oh nice kolkata have- kolkata Kolkata. I still call it Calcutta. I, I still I like old vibes. So, um, I have friends in northeast, so I, I'm pretty aware of the the you know like the the scene over there. Like in the India, is like the northeast has a pretty unique you know like the band scene, and so so it's 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 good to know that like you guys are infusing the like Indian instruments and the Indian sound. 
so i mean why don't you like talk more on that because it's it's kind of like stands you guys out from like the other bands right so um i mean did you guys were you guys like trained into indian like instruments or how, how did that happen so, so basically these are not like uh, indian instruments okay these are like our own uh, we uh, we belong to a tribe called khasi tribe okay got it okay so uh, so these instruments are our own traditional instruments indian instruments are basically different you know like the sitar and right uh, exactly so but i saw you guys the... were using kartal in in, in the beginning yeah yeah so kartal or yeah actually yeah that is uh, you you call it kar, uh, kartal in like the north indian and you know in hindi we call it kartal but in in our language it's called the shau shau okay so it's oh, okay. it's like a similar instrument okay and uh, if you've watched our previous video called rape culture that was the first video that we released okay uh, on that video we used a jaw harp okay it's a kind of yeah it's it's a kind of harp instrument that you can uh, you can say that it resembles a jaw harp and then we've got this uh, we've got this uh, small guitar like wooden instrument which is called the duitara so it's somewhat similar yeah it's somewhat similar to uh, what do you say to uh, what would you say and reserve the duitara similar to what kind of so instrument basically what uh, some of the instruments are pretty uh, pretty similar okay like you have the sitar we have the sitar it's called okay the traditional name for the version that we have is called the sitar the duitara that we have is uh, basically is basically pretty unique to i think to the northeast and to our part of the country because uh, i have not seen a version of the duitara uh, in other parts of the country so it's basically a smaller version of the guitar okay of a, of a guitar so it sounds like duitara means like two strings right actually it's four strings it's four it's actually we four. had to we had to uh, you know customize it we had to make a six string duitara to oh. match to match the tone with our eight string guitars uh, since we're using eight string guitars right yeah so, so when the two string, string guitars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when the two eight string guitars come in it is so powerful and you know we are uh, we, we love to dwell in the lower notes you know so it it muffles up all these other instruments so especially the traditional instruments they need they need to be revamped slightly so that is what we have done the duitara that we have has been specially designed to cope up with with the kind of music that we do so ours has six strings okay and instead of using the traditional string that we use in a traditional instrument we're using nylon strings okay okay and this this is the jaw harp that we were talking about okay it's it's made out of it's made out of bamboo it's a simple piece of instrument it's made out of bamboo and you can you know actually tune it to the keys that uh, are required you know for the song so it's, it's something like this so the rest they have i have heard this i i've heard it yeah. somewhere i do not remember but i have i've definitely heard this sound and and the reason i talked about duitara because in bengal we have something called aktara which is basically one string once once yes, yeah, but yeah. It, it's you know like in the folks of bengal like in baul i don't know if you have heard about it so in, in very like deep rooted bengal kind of folk songs they use it a lot so i thought because north is pretty co- close to bengal it might have yeah, some yeah. similarities it, it might it it might have bro it might it actually might have, yeah, it uh, might have some, some similar similarities because uh, see when we talk about traditional instruments you no know, we have to realize that they are very very basic instruments exactly yep you know? 
most of them are acoustic instruments you know uh, because that is where you know the you know culture and tradition come from so the instruments that we have all of the traditional instruments are all acoustic instruments except for the dutara and that we have uh, revamped it slightly right of music yeah great um why don't you talk about like your inspiration like what which kind of, what kind of sounds and like which bands inspired you uh, to create music so personally for me like you know uh, it started out in 2012 when i formed the band so for me it was like definitely meshuga vela maya monuments periphery you know uh, those were the bands during those days i still listen to them till right. date but uh, but then right after i mean like just a few a few months i guess before we shifted our uh, our genre to folk metal i started uh, i heard about the band called the who okay they they're from mongolia so when i heard about this band you know i checked them out i listened to their stuff so you know i got influence mm. uh from this band you know and i was like right there and then it it, it struck my mind and i was like yeah we almost have the same instruments like these guys you know so why don't we fuse progressive metal the gent guitar tone along with our own traditional instruments and till date yeah i listen to many progressive bands i listen to sleep token sleep token and architects are one of my favorite bands at the moment so for me it's like uh, modern metal modern progressive metal those are the bands that i listen to and then in my case uh, in my case since i'm real old school i am I'm, i'm way elder to the entire band you know literally uh, so to say so and initially i was not even supposed to be with uh, with the band to be a band member active band member i was supposed to be there as a manager hmm. uh, cornelius and mason had wanted me to manage the band but when the shift in music happened when they wanted to go to folk music and infuse traditional instruments that was when i got interested I was telling him dude if i'm managing i might as well play yeah, because the itch to play is going to be there <laughs> yeah. so my influences go way back uh, there's a band that influenced me uh, into metal that infused me into metal this was a band called pain of salvation there was this album called one hour by the concrete lake that was the album that got me hooked bro then after that i'm an old school guy so you know symphony x your dream theater you know all those bands mercenary uh, all those kind of bands you know right i mean i didn't mention it in the in the review but when now when we talk about it i mean i kind of find similarities with the roots bloody roots of sepultura like the way they infused their traditional like music into like thrash metal now now you kind of yeah. like it's my head that oh uh, uh, if you if you say that i was i was lucky enough to have opened up for i was with a band called project blend limited then and sepultura were doing their indian tour so oh, i was lucky yeah. enough to be on stage you know like to open up for sepultura with, with the band so that was a that was a great experience bro yeah. when was it this was probably 2008 in shillong in shillong and that was the first sepultura was in india in 2000 yeah yeah so they did they did three cities they did delhi they did bangalore and they did shillong okay i i didn't know i would have gone i mean that that 2008 i was in india i would have uh, gone gone to see them i actually saw them uh, this last year uh, oh no this year actually so okay. yeah um so i mean let's talk about child abuse um and i mean how how did you guys come up with the lyrics i mean it's it's very 
informational and it's very kind of like strong lyrics and also like let's talk about the music and the especially the music video so so um yeah um you know we, when we started off the first song was uh, rape culture um uh, we you know we wanted to write on topics that uh, people never talk about you know mm. so that's what uh, that's what made, made made us write rape culture and after we got a good response you know quite a decent response from the west you know we got some reaction videos we got some people who wrote some reviews and articles about it so you know it made us wanted to dig more into social issues and topics that are never being talked about so we just wanted and we yeah it was then that we you know we we thought we started as a band we thought that yeah why why don't we do something about write something about child abuse you know since this is a very serious topic that happens everywhere actually you know do this is uh, to be honest when uh, when when we shifted the genre and then when the new when the new guys came into the band uh, then we kind of had a very serious uh, sit down as to as to decide and as to you know uh, uh, to decide the focus of the band because like he said the band was formed in 2012 we are in 2022 they released an album in 2019 uh, cornelius and uh, mission has been there with dimbor for 10 years uh, and uh, it's very very difficult i'm very sure you know how difficult it is for a metal band to to you know to make it you know to have or to you know sustain right to have a sustainable livelihood through through metal music is very very difficult so one of the reasons why we shifted uh, genre that was one of the reasons then when we sat down to write our songs also we decided that let's write on something that will be informational let's write on something that will actually have you know will actually cause an effect you know so we picked up uh, since uh, the rape crisis in our country is 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 really you know something that uh, uh, is so is so serious but yet people have just kind of you know have become blindsided with So we thought, okay, we'll write about uh, about the reprises. As we were writing and researching about reprises, it dawned on us that uh, side by side, like in the initial video, when you see the stats that have been mentioned, one out of every fourth rape victim is a minor. So automatically, you know, it was just it was just a follow through to write to write child abuse. So we sat down and we we thought of uh, we did our research on child abuse, and it just needed to happen, bro. That's it. Yeah. yeah i mean it, it's it's more than song it's 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 kind of very you know like it's 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 needed right like bands like you or like who are the musician because music i think reaches out to people more like rather than just saying it out loud like if it yeah. is some yeah. people will hear it more so i think it's very important that you guys are doing it and let's talk about the music video because it's kind of like a short film almost it's to- it basically shows a story it's it's really well directed so let's talk about that as well so yeah the script i mean yeah. we wrote the script for the music video you know yeah. based on the oh, lyrics yeah. so once we wrote uh, we jotted down the lyrics everything came into mind you know we have the visuals yeah and uh, the lyrics i mean it speaks facts you know and so basically when we were writing it down no so certain parts in the lyrics that that uh, talk about that talk about child labor because 10 million kids were still laboring were still in child labor today then uh, we talk about uh, child marriage child marriage uh, then uh, child sexual abuse so these were the three core items these were the three core issues that we wanted to to, to highlight so we based the script around 
these things. Wherein we started off with uh, showing a young girl in a in a in a wedding attire running away from the scene. Uh, that's to depict that she's running away from child marriage. She's been forced into marriage, so she's running away from it with the help of somebody, and that somebody takes money, delivers her to this uh, to to this couple who takes the girl in, but then so she escapes child marriage but lands up into bonded labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the house where she's at, there's another young young much younger girl who uh, apparently is uh, you know according to the script is uh, subjected to. Uh, uh, to abuse, right. could be physical abuse, be sexual abuse. That's that's up for grabs, uh, you know. So that was what we wanted to do with the script, wherein we could uh, talk about these three different facts uh, that are happening in the country. So that's why the script came to be. Yeah, and it's pretty. I mean, pretty pretty awesome. Like I like the music video a lot. It's I, I've seen it a couple of times while doing the review. So it it's really well directed, and it kind of goes with the flow, like you mentioned. It's kind of lyrical in a way it kind of goes with the lyrics um yeah. though it's dark but it's it's kind of it's needed like i said <laughs> yeah. um all right so let's let's kind of talk about like your process of creating music right like how you guys like how that happens like does someone of you come up with the music or it's like a holistic process like everyone comes up with who like writes the lyrics and when it comes to the music, then we call him. He's the Guruji. <laughs> so Guruji will, Guruji will sit, and then Guruji will disappear for about two three days. He will not respond to anybody. He will get into this sort of uh, you know mode where he's uh, composing, and then uh, when the rough track is done, then uh, he'll invite us in to have a, a listen, and that is when like you know whatever suggestions, whatever ideas we have. Uh, wherever we can add or take away certain things, that is when we probably come in as a band and we, you know, then we tighten everything up together. Yeah. But uh, it all it all starts with uh, Cornelius, and it all starts with uh, with his vision of what the music should sound like. Okay. So yeah, that's what I do. You know, I sit down uh, at our own studio. We're lucky enough to have our own uh, studio mm-hmm. where you know I can record and I can sit and I can do whatever I want. You know, I can spend like two three days without. Uh, thinking about studio costs and all of that, you know. So basically what I do is I uh, sit down and I uh, compose the music first. And I would like to be left alone at that moment, you know. I never like to compose uh, (laughs) uh, a song or a tune or a melody when someone is like, you know, with me in the studio. I like to sit all alone, have my own sweet time and work on a melody. Once the melody is done, when I feel like it's kind of good, I program the drums you know, I'd lay some rough vocals without any lyrics, and then I'd I'd, I'd call in the go- the boys. Uh, they'll come in, and you know, then we'll do the extra changes and you know uh, things that are required in the song. Uh, uh, regarding the lyrics, I sit along and write uh, the lyrics with Andreas. So the, both of us we do work on the ly- lyrics of the songs that uh, that we compose, and after that, you know, once the the rough pre-production of the track is done. We get into a full studio mode and we record the live drums. We record the traditional instruments and all that. But, you know, it's also very difficult for us while composing because we have to think of composing on a particular scale, on a particular key, keeping in mind that we have to match, match the traditional instruments because it's going to be very difficult. Suppose if we're playing in F, but, you know, the tune that the duitara or the... Uh, the, main. the main is uh, tuned in 
what if it doesn't match the song? Even if we, if we have like uh, the best melody that comes out from the band, but sometimes we have to sacrifice that melody for the sake of the traditional instruments, you know? So these are small minor issues that we face, but, you know, I think so uh, down the line, you know, in the coming days when we uh, get to sit more and produce more music, then we will get a better insight of the traditional instruments you know since we we We're never play learning. the yeah. we yeah. never play the traditional instruments we've never we've never we've never, touched, yeah. never touched them never in our lives and, and that is not the way that the, these uh, khasi traditional instruments are being played we so are, we're playing it in our like own way playing it in our own way you know playing it with metal riffs you know <laughs> the same way the guitar pattern goes you know the same way we're going to pluck the duitara we're going to strum the duitara and the riffs pattern will be exactly the same way so so yeah. it's a very uh, what do you say? It's a, it's a complicated process, but it's fun, man. It's really fun. And, and just to mention here, we have been criticized for using our traditional instruments the way we are using it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we as musicians, we, we really couldn't care much for that because uh, as far as we see it, we are showcasing our traditional instruments to the West. We are trying to put out a very strong message out to the West. Our, our issues, our subject matter is, is something serious that needs to be talked about. At the same time, we're highlighting our traditional instruments. That being said, uh, since we are a very close-knit community, uh, there, there, there may be a section of uh, you know traditional artists who may feel that uh, we are not using the instruments correctly. Uh, then again, like Gaur said, this is a learning process for us. None of us, I think, in the band is a learned musician, right? Except for Cornelius, he has studied music. The rest of us, five of us, we have just picked it up on our own. So, you know, and then traditional instruments, just like any other instrument, will need time. So hopefully with more songs, with more compositions, and with more time with our traditional instruments, I think we will get better at it. I think it's a very common thing in India that whenever you want to do anything with the traditional thing, there are purists <laughs> who are going to come and <laughs> kind of oppose yeah. it. So are you to understand, Baba? You, you understand. <laughs> I said, do you understand that very well? Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can completely get that mentality. So, um, and and so basically, whenever you are creating the music, you have that in your head that, I mean, you are going to introduce those traditional components. So. Yeah, yeah. I have to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And and I mean, and, and maybe you have mentioned so the lyrics comes later. So or yeah, lyrics it comes later. Uh, we, we we do the instruments first. You know, we find the melody, we get the song done first. The lyrics it comes later. Of of course, of course. Uh, when we started up with this second uh, album that we're gonna hopefully release sometime soon, we've only have we already have in mind the kind of the kind of tone or the kind of theme that song needs to be like when when core uh, sat down to write to, to compose rape culture we had already spoken about rape culture we had already spoken about how serious that issue is so we have a sit down and we we really try to understand what we are going to write about so based on that the sound the feel the tone of the song then is uh, decided upon and then obviously like you said then we sit down and, and put down the lyrics Nice, nice. Okay. Um, all right. So my, my next question, uh, we wanted to know, like, how do you define, I mean, you kind of, kind of touched about it, but how do you define the present Indian, like, metal scene? And then where do you think you guys stand in that scene? Or, or may, like, how do you define that? So, yeah, the Indian metal scene is like, uh, 
I would say it's it is growing. There are lots of bands out there, good good bands that are um, uh, that are still active. We've got like uh, legendary bands and good old school bands. Yeah, yeah. And we've got like uh, uh, bands like Bloody Wood and all who are doing it yeah, quite well, yeah, quite yeah. big. And then, um, uh, but the thing is that you know we like gigs here. Mm. That's the thing. You know, we, we don't find good gigs and. Uh, you know, proper band payments for bands and all, you know, sometimes we just have lots of bands they have to play for free and all of that. And uh, there are lots of uh, problems, uh, you know, I mean, like people, most of, yeah, I would say like 90% of the Indian population, they will never support metal, you know. There's just a small community of metalheads and it's just between us, you know. We, if we like each other, we, mm. we are, we're going to be the same guys who are going to watch other bands' videos we're going to comment, we're going to share the content. We will buy the tickets also. Yeah, and we will buy the uh, tickets also. You know, so we will mm. buy the tickets, not like, uh, oh, free me, are those to free me, Lelia, you know, and uh, go for a free concert, you know. So that consciousness is there amongst amongst the metal musicians in India. So it is it is a bit of a close-knit kind of a, of a community. But like he said again, the scene, when we talk about the metal scene, and then we're talking about organizers, we're talking about festivals, we're talking about events. So there's enough of it, but not in metal, you know, not enough in metal. So for metal musicians to survive of metal alone is close to impossible. Yeah. Now somebody has done it. Somebody has broken through and done it. And that would be Bloody Wood. You know, Bloody Wood now is a very big band. Yeah, yeah they're a very big band. And they're using metal and folk together to, to you know, make the breakthrough. Um, uh, that being said, yeah, so... I think uh, I think our country we are too dominated by by uh, Bollywood, yeah. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, so it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult, yeah. And uh, talking about Dimbor, uh, it, it took us ten years, you know, and we're still here. Uh, I don't think so. We've achieved anything which is like uh, what to say, which is like so big in terms of the band. The best thing that we have achieved is like you know um, fusing our own traditional instruments into the music that we play. And I think it's all up to the audience and up to our supporters. I will, I will not call them fans of the movement because we are not like such a huge band, you know. <laughs> I would call them our supporters. And it, it's all up to them, you know. I mean, like, if they like our music, they're going to support us. And we're going to keep pushing and we're going to keep doing what we do. And uh, I hope so somewhere down the line, maybe three, four, five years down the line, we're going to, you know, maybe a particular song is going to give us our breakthrough. And by that time, I hope, those new fans and new people and new supporters, they're going to look back at our uh, uh, biography material, and yeah. old material and all of that. And, you know, it's, it's going to make things happen for the band. Now, I'm sure that's going to happen. I mean, already people are talking about you guys, like outside India also, which is which is a good thing. And I, I actually forgot to mention, you guys are 10, it's like 10 years birthday, you guys. So, yeah, yeah. For that, so. <laughs> Yeah, and I, thanks, I thanks. hope like in India, we should have like more fests, like metal fests and where like bunch of other metal groups can perform together. And mm-hmm. like, as a fellow Indian, I would also kind of like to promote good bands from India to the world. So the reason I'm doing this interview, it's kind of, it kind of makes me proud that you guys are representing India in a way. So, so thank you. Man. Yeah. 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 Um, and let's let's talk about your future plans, like your tours or like any album that is coming up. 
Yeah, so uh, at the moment, we're not playing live shows because like we're still very busy sitting in the studio and working on our songs. Yeah, we have a plan for an, for an album, which is going to be our second album, but our first album as in being a folk metal band. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, but before that, I think uh, we are thinking of releasing maybe another four to five singles along with some, along with uh, music videos. Because at the end of the day, what matters to us, I mean, like as a band, we have learned from the previous album that we released, you know, uh, fine. We were, we were a little known at that time uh, during, uh, from 2012, 2019, we've played like uh, uh, quite a few shows across different cities in India. We've competed in uh, college festivals and IITs and all that. Okay, band, uh, battle of the band contest and all of that. We, the biggest, uh, one of the, uh, yeah, one of the uh, good milestone for the band at that moment was when we opened for Veil of Maya when they toured India and uh, when they came down to Guwahati. So that, that is a milestone that we'll always remember and something that we'll always keep, uh, keep it close to our hearts. So um, at the moment, uh, we have thought that, you know, we will keep the album, the new album on hold and we will uh, release maybe another four to five music videos along. Um, yeah, I mean, four to five music videos, new singles, and then we will see how it goes for the band. I, I mean, like we will see the, the reactions and, you know, the approach and what people think about it. And when we feel that the time is right, then we're going to compile the songs that we have released along with new materials in an album. Yeah, so like Kaur said, uh, I think the way to go right now, we've already tried releasing, they, they tried releasing an album in 2019. And to be very, very honest, uh, they couldn't even sell the CDs, you know. Mm. They, they, they printed out, what, 250 CDs? Yeah, around 250. So we had around 120, 130 CDs left. Left. And you it know? was also because of the pandemic that hit us. Of course, of course, the, the lockdown, the pandemic and all that, that happened. Uh, so I think right now the smart thing to, to do is to just uh, push our singles first. Uh, we have dates that we have set for our singles again. Uh, by God's grace, hopefully we can produce another three music videos. Two are already in the pipeline. We're working on two upcoming music videos. Let's hope we can pull up the third as well uh, with some help and some support. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And then at the end, uh, hopefully, like you said, every, I mean, the, uh, hopefully next year, when we start touring and gigging, that is when we'll probably compile compile everything together into an album. You will be looking forward to it. Um, so, any any concerts or like shows lined up right now? Or? We've been cancelling shows. Yeah, we've been canceling shows. Yeah, we got like two three shows. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it because of the COVID or? No, 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 no. no. It's because like. Uh, Honestly, we haven't got time to sit as a band and jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, <laughs> We're like very busy sorry. in the studio, you know. And it's a hectic. I mean, it's gonna be very hectic for us, you know. I mean, like we've got like there's six members in the band, but still, like we've got like parts in the song where we have to switch instruments in between. Yeah. And then you know we've got these traditional instruments happening, and you know. So it's. I mean, like we're taking a break on that at the moment, <laughs> and we're concentrating on working on our singles first, and getting uh, getting the music and the message out first at the moment well but of course of course you know jamming coming in together we have put a time slot separate uh, uh, for one uh, once we're done with our composing once we're done with the, with the next three of our maybe 
singles, then maybe we will sit down as a band because there are some songs from the whole album that we want to include in our list if we start touring and all that. So uh, another reason being also that two of our band members are a little far off from us. Uh, the drummer, Shen, and uh, and Gaudi, uh, these cousins. And our uh, Gaudi plays the guitarra and plays the guitars and the drummer, their cousins, and they, they're from Juai. So they're about roughly about 60 kilometers away from us. So it's not that we can we get to meet very often, okay. you know. So we will set a time slot separately for when we have to start gigging. So we will need to prepare for that as well. Hopefully one day I'll be able to shoot you guys live. So awesome, uh, that'd be awesome, brother. Okay, that's great talking with you guys. I mean, it's kind of I kind of covered all the questions, but let me know if you guys think that I didn't ask you anything. You wanted to talk about anything that I didn't ask. So this is this is uh, this chance to talk about that. I think uh, I think it, it, it was a yeah. I think we've covered, we've covered uh, everything. I guess uh, just just I think uh, one thing I just like to uh, uh, you know put it out there again uh, regarding the content uh, of what we're doing right now. Um, it's very sensitive, and. Uh, if you go back and listen to rape culture and if you listen to child abuse, even the reactions that we've gotten from from the you know from outside the country, most of the people have said the same thing is very, very sensitive. And some people from outside the country don't even know that these things happen in the world, you know. So it is it is our content right now, our message right now is very sensitive. So we request our our uh, you know viewers and our supporters to uh, please uh, you know uh, we don't want it to just end there. Like for child abuse, at the end we have uh, we have put you know uh, uh, we have, we've made the video uh, to support a certain foundation called Spark Foundation. They help uh, street children, they educate them, uh, you know. So there is uh, an actual need for it, you know. It's not just about just making the song, raising awareness, and we forget about it. But then now it's up to the it's up to to people who really care to come forward and and to do something about it. So at the end of, of child abuse, if you see this, if you watch the video, you will see that we've put a bank account number that links directly to Spa Foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are in desperate need of financial aid because uh, they're educating children for free. They just have volunteers, you know. It's run by a by a, by a, a very brave woman who is in a lot of financial debt. So, you know, these are the things that we really want our, our, our supporters and our you know, people who view our videos to help out with, yeah. And that's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I I tried to include that in the review as well, uh, because that's a, that's a great cause. Um, I mean, not all the bands do that. So, I mean, kudos to you guys for doing that. Um, I guess that's the end of the interview. I mean, it was great talking with you guys. Uh, I would be looking forward to the upcoming music and the music videos. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. And hopefully someday, someday you will you'll get to meet and you will get to shoot us on stage and we would love to see the footage. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We'll we'll keep in touch. We'll keep in touch. Definitely, I, definitely, bro. Yeah. In India, I'm I'm not too far far away from you guys. So probably we'll be <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Thank you. All right. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you so much. Bro. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. You too, man. Bye-bye. You're listening to Rock at Night.
the introductory song, Get On Down, is from blues artist Billy, Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com. 